Hey, do you teach yoga? Have you ever trained to lead yoga classes to be a yoga therapist? Have you ever owned a yoga studio? Maybe even just wondered what it was like for the women and men up there in front of the room on their mats, leading you through endless Surya Namaskars, down dogs, and pranayamas galore? Well, these are their stories and mine. I'm Rebecca Sebastian, a 20-year yoga teacher, 10-year yoga therapist, yoga studio owner, and co-founder of a yoga-focused nonprofit. I've done a lot in the yoga world over the last 20 years, pretty much everything except had a water cooler. You know, a place to share stories, talk about struggles, successes, and find other people who do the same thing that I do. Welcome to Working in Yoga, a podcast and substitute water cooler for yoga folks to connect and build community, to share our unique profession, our challenges, and our journeys with the world. Welcome to Working in Yoga, friends. This week on the podcast, I have my friend Camelia Mimi Felton talking to me from Atlanta, Georgia. Mimi runs the organization Mimi's Yoga Kids and was the recipient of one of the IAYT's 2022 SEVA Awards. And I'm going to be honest, I really liked talking with Mimi. She's somebody I would want to grab a cup of tea with and chat about life for hours. I know you're going to love listening to her. In the meantime, I want to remind you about a couple of things. First, I run a weekly newsletter for this podcast, and I would really love for you to subscribe. You will then be the first to know if a new episode drops. And in this week's newsletter, there was a survey in it so that you can tell me about all the things that are currently affecting you as a yoga professional. I'm honestly and genuinely curious about this so that I can make content that is really relevant to you, the listener. The sign up is, of course, in the show notes, so go ahead and grab it. Secondly, I would love it if you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening from. If you feel inspired because you love this content, drop a five-star review, and that helps more yoga professionals find this podcast, and I would be really grateful. Thank you so much for those, and without any further waiting, here is my conversation with Camelia Felton. Welcome, friends, to Working in Yoga. Okay, so this week, I have my friend Mimi on the podcast, and Mimi is going to tell you all about her amazing work with kids in the Atlanta area. So Mimi, tell us all about you. So hi, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. But my name is Camelia, aka Mimi. Okay. And I consider myself a yogipreneur. That's just a person, you know, that's just out here, just trying to spread love, light, and all the things through yoga, right? And I do it by any means necessary. I'll go to you, you come to me, we'll do an event, whatever, whatever I have to do to get the gift of yoga. And I am based in Atlanta. But I do offer virtual um, classes as well. And I serve kids and their families. So that means I, I do classes with grandma. I can do classes with your parents. And then I can do the kids. So for me, it's full circle. You know, you teach the child, but the, the other family members don't know. How is that really benefiting the entire family, right? So it's Mimi's Yoga Kids. And I think we're all kids at heart. So it starts from zero to a (laughs) hundred. Okay, can we talk about this? Because you've said something that I feel really passionately about. As you know, I also work in the nonprofit arena and we, we sometimes teach kids as well. 
but our goal has been to teach the whole family. And I think sometimes in the yoga space, we like kind of like people who teach kids are over here and then people who teach adults are over on this other space. Can you talk about how important it is for us to like teach everybody, like the whole ecosystem about all the cool things that we do in yoga? Yeah, absolutely. It just kind of snowballed for me where I'm able to practice with everybody now. And it's nothing wrong if your specialty is kids or seniors or in the middle, right? But still giving the resources, if those parents have kids, have a kid's teacher, you know, in mind or who you can refer that those parents kids too, because everybody doesn't like kids. You know, you have to have a certain kind of gift and passion to work with kids. So I get it. And vice versa. If you work with kids, have, and that's your jam, have a resource for parents to go to a teacher that specializes in that. Right. So, you know, and I'm just lucky enough where I work in a community where it kind of worked out for me, especially with the pandemic coming, you know, all my schools were closed you know, all the kids, because I started with the goal and mission to teach kids, but it just kind of rolled into something else. And I'm so happy that it did. But there was a niche for seniors at that time because nobody could get to them. And so it's like, they need services because a lot of them were alone. A lot of them, you know, family members couldn't get to them and things of that nature. So having that, that space for them and it just blossomed, you know, now I teach seniors, you know, just as much as I teach kids. And so with the, with the future and I like to call them the old, the old queen and king agers, (laughs) we can't help but smash those people in the middle, right? Because if the little one is going home and if grandma is saying it or grandpa or your, your great aunt or whatever, then in the middle, you can't help but reap the benefits of that, right? (laughs) Okay, so I need everybody right now to go on Instagram and follow Camelia's Instagram page because she had the best video of one of her seniors just dancing the other day. Like that was, that video made me so happy. (laughs) I know, doesn't it just make you happy? Yes. Happy, you know, and he, he was sitting in his chair and I made a kind of, I was like, come on, get up and dance. Well, he was doing his thing during our uh, meditation, which was beautiful as well. But after I was like, get up and move. And he's like, no, I was like, no, get up, you know? Yeah. And once he felt that music, girl, he, he was in a zone, you know? And it just fills your heart because, yeah. you know, to give him space to move. And I don't know, maybe reminisce or just take you back to that childlike or, you know, just because you are a certain number doesn't mean that your heart and body still can't feel, you know, the, the joy that we used to feel when we were younger or, you know, that time in our life. And that's what I like to create space for, you know, the imagination part, you know, yeah. the, the mindfulness part, just, just being able to just take your, your body, your mind and the spirit to a happy place, you know, if only for a little while you know okay can we go i want to ask about what i call your our superhero origin stories in yoga like how did you get started in yoga and then how did your work with mimi's yoga kids get started 
So I started my yoga practice. Oh, wow. It's been 10, over 10 years now. And so, you know, being a stay at home mom of four small children, I had to find something that I could afford, one that I could afford. Once again, I was a stay at home mom. So going to the library, as I did with the kids, you know, I would see these little yoga videos. I think the first one I got was yoga booty ballet. Oh, I remember that video. You remember that video? Yes. started with that you know so I could get a little yoga could get a little movement yep. in yeah. and then could you know so I started with that and then I kind of fell in love with the yoga aspect of it because I don't have a whole lot of rhythm truth be told and ballet is just not my jam so I really got um <laughs> so I really got attracted to the yoga part of it so I started doing more videos and trying to find classes and, and different things. But, you know, people were like, at the time, you know, this was my baby's 18. So, and my oldest is 26, about to be 27. So this was, a, you know, some years ago where yoga didn't necessarily look like it does today, right? Mm -hmm. And so trying to find spaces and things of that nature, it was a challenge to be quite honest with you. I went to a couple of yoga studios and, you know, some, they were cool and some was just like, what, what are you doing here? You know, just to be honest with you. And so I just kind of kept my practice at home and doing things of that nature. And then, you know, life happened. I got divorced. So all of that, you know, time that I had, I had to go back to work and things of that nature, but still kind of going back to my yoga practice when life kind of threw me down. You know, it was always like my little, you know how when you're good, you're like, oh, I'm good. I don't have to do nothing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then when you get knocked down, oh, let me go get my yoga mat, you know? Yep. So it was always kind of <laughs> like my safe space, you know, as humans, yeah. we do that, you know? And so something really, really tra tragic happened in uh, my family's um, dynamic in 2014. Um, my daughter was incarcerated for a crime she didn't commit. She was pregnant at the time. Um, so it was very challenging. And so got, you know, went back to the yoga mat because I tried some other things, you know, because I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I wasn't clean. I wasn't doing anything. But mind you, I had three other children that I had to be strong for because at that time I was a single mom, got divorced. So going back to yoga. Uh, you know, a fountain was for my daughter being incarcerated. You know, I was like, look and see if they have resources for you to do some yoga, some mindfulness or whatever. So she found something, she was doing something, I was doing things at home. And so it was just that little piece that kind of kept us going in the midst of what we had going on. Fast forwarding, she had her baby um, while still incarcerated. She had him on a Wednesday. I brought him home on a Friday. He was two days old. Oh. Yes, and I, I still have him. He's seven. <laughs> Oh, little babies. <laughs> so how Mimi's yoga kids came about, you know, he and I were doing yoga, even as a little one, I would kind of squat him next to me and I kept doing my practice. A lot of days it would just be crying on the mat, you know, yeah. um, but that, that mat gave me space. It held space for me in that very dark time in my life. Um, as Elijah got a little bit older, that's his name. He started moving and doing the poses and things of that nature with me. And so I was like, you know what? kids need this too you know and so like this light came on for me and I was just like wow is kids yoga even a thing right so I did some research they had a couple trainings going on and I knew it was it was God universe whatever for me it's God you know yeah, but I yeah. knew he was giving me those signs it was a training that was coming up it was half off 
and it was in my hometown. How many more signs do you need? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was like, okay, I'm giving you all the fish. Are you are you gonna eat it? What, yep. what you go? It's it's yep. on you now. So I told, you know, fast forwarding, I had got married and all the things, but I told my husband, I'm going to, you know, Mobile, Alabama. I'm gonna take this kids training. I don't know what's gonna happen afterwards, but I'm I'm going. He was like, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> so I went, took the training. It's like a three-day training. Then I had to do some more stuff online to get my certification, but I did it. And I was like, okay, you know, something just this spark, just this spark that I had been looking for for a very long time, because I always wanted to kind of have my own thing, do things my kind of way. I'm a teacher by nature. My parents knew very young that I was a teacher, but I kind of didn't fit well. And you got to do it this way and that way. And I don't do well in that structure, which is some people Same. do, Same. right? Same. But if you tell me to go left, I'm trying to figure out how I can go right. That's just how <laughs> I am trying to, you know. I'm like, yes. you telling me to, you telling me to walk. I'm trying to figure out how can I run. You know, yeah. I'm just, I've just always been that person. You know, um, even as a child, I never understood, and I'm gonna always say why or or why not, or you tell me no, and I'm like. Oh, okay. I'm fine. I'm gonna find me a yes, you know. So anyway, that's a whole yeah. that's a whole other thing. But and that helps me in this world today and what I do today. So I know, you know, everything was preparing me for time, you know, what I do now. But getting back to so Mimi's Yoga Kids was just kind of grown from that, that my own, you know, things that I was going through in my life. So I know the power of yoga. I know the power of meditating and, and mindfulness and healing from the inside, you know, I know the power of it because I had to do it myself. So that's why I'm so passionate about what I do because it's possible. It's not easy, but it's possible. And you have to do the inner work. Yoga poses are beautiful. Yoga outfits are beautiful. They make the most yeah. amazing yoga mats, don't they? <laughs> but at the end, <laughs> But at True. the end of the day, how does your heart feel? How does your soul feel? How do you feel, you know? And that's what yoga is for me. And so I go into spaces where sometimes people just don't want to go, don't know about, you know, send me, I'll go, you know, um, because I, I firmly believe everybody deserves healing and everybody deserve, deserves a space to just be you know, and so Mimi Sugar Kids, getting to all of that was born from that. Um, I was working at the time, I had a full-time job and I invited everybody to a little class that I had at my house. I didn't tell them I was doing yoga. I was just like, it's a theme party. Y'all come hang out there. Okay. Everybody came. And then I was like, we're doing some yoga today. <laughs> I love that actually. <laughs> And then all of the kids, it was like a girl's thing. All of the kids were like, oh my God, we love this. We want to do this again. The parents were like, Mimi, this is amazing. You know? Um, and I was like, okay, I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to start it, you know? And I just did all the things, you know, lay that foundational work, getting LLCs and websites and paying yeah. fees and you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. And it, it just grew from that. It grew from that. And that's a whole nother story of how it just continuously it just blossoms and it, and it grows because I know that I'm in, I'm in my, I'm finally in my purpose, you know? Yes. So I, I don't chase things. I just allow things to kind of flow. And if it's meant to be, it will be, 
And that's why you don't see me around here all miscombobulated and all over because what's for you, it is for you. You know, just just be in the right place at the right time and just let it flow. Just let I it have flow. to tell you, I love how you said like the yoga outfits are nice and your yoga mats are nice and yeah they look you're right they look so pretty and it's so appealing to really want to focus on like the moves and the postures but oh my gosh don't we find so much healing when we're going when we're diving deep into the practice when we're taking the whole spectrum of what yoga has to offer and really like playing with all of it like the healing that can happen there is just magical it is. It is. And it's, you know, it's something that it doesn't take a lot. It just takes, you know, an open mind and an open heart. And that's why I love kids so much and seniors, because they have that. They don't really care. You know, um, they're open and free. And it's just allows space, like you said, for that magic to happen. Yeah, it really does. Because kids are stressed out. See, we're all stressed out. You know, we're all dealing with the the effects of COVID and just life, you know? So I don't, I don't judge. I don't, I don't want to hear anything about people, anything negative, because we're all trying to make it. We're all trying to survive. You know, some of us have more resources than others. And if you have more resources, give some of those resources to someone who had, who doesn't have it instead of look at them and why are they this? And that's not your, that's not for you to worry about. What it is for you to worry about and your responsibility is how can you help them? How can you serve them in a way that makes us all better? Because when they're better, it's going to make you better. It's going to make the world better. If people understood that. Yes, that, I mean, I want to talk to you more, but almost like (laughs) I want to end with that because that's such a gem of a quote. Like really, if we understood how, we could share what we have with other people. I mean, it, it is, it just like radiates out. We all know this, like in the yoga space, we've had that feeling where we we felt good ourselves and then you go home and you're nicer to your partner, you're nicer to your kids. You're at the grocery store saying, hey, thank you so much for your help as opposed to being like edgy about how long you had to wait. Like that ripples out, that effect ripples out. And so you've even created like, so Mimi's Yoga Kids is like your entire business to ripple out into the community. Now, how did, have you, were you around during COVID doing this work? And did you, is that how you switched into doing both kids and seniors? Yes. So I started in 2018. So I was just, you know, the the end of 2018, actually. So 2019, I was kind of, you know, I was getting some momentum and, and moving and shaking yeah. and had found some uh, nonprofits to work with. So I was in a steady flow. And then 2020 hit. And that's when it kind of knocked me down. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it, like all of us, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. the, the few schools that I had, you know, um, gotten, they all, everything shut down. Like I remember it was the weekend of my 45th birthday when everything shut down. And so the schools were emailing me, Mimi, you know, don't come to class. Don't do this. We don't know when they were sending me some resources to see if I could get some, some help to hold me up. Cause everybody, everything shut down. Yes. And so I was like, okay, I sat for a while and I was just like, all right. Uh, okay. 
And I, I just had to think quick on my feet. So some of the schools, once we kind of got situated with our new normal for a while, they offered some virtual things. So they plugged me in where I could do virtual classes. The first class, like so many people showed up because they were at home, they were losing their minds. They wanted something for the kids yeah. to do. Yeah. So I did that for a little while and then, you know, they were kind of like, okay, we don't, you know, then people started losing funds and funding because kids were staying at home. So the schools weren't able to yes. pay me. So we did that for a little while until they were like, Mimi, we, we would love to keep you, but we just don't have the funds. We're just trying to keep the lights on. We're just trying to keep, you know, the teachers paid. So things like yoga and all the extra things, you know, got cut. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to create, some, create something for myself. So I just did this virtual, hey, pop your kids in virtually. It's free. We're all at home anyway. Let's do some, <laughs> let's yeah. do some yoga together. So I did that for a while. I wasn't even, even focusing on the money. You know, it was just about just helping us to just kind of not like strangle each other, you know, in, in the house, you know. And so I created this little space. It, at first it was down in the basement, made me a little studio in the basement. And I was like, okay, this is what it's going to be, you know, until we can do better. And did that for a couple months, you know, and then started doing some healing circles with the parents virtually. All of this was virtually. So that's how I kind of got into the adult realm of things. And then the seniors started meeting like in the park, I remember it was cold. It was still cold, but they were like, we're about to lose our minds. If we don't get out of, out of our spaces, we're going to lose it. Mimi, can you come to the park and just show us some movement and some breathing? I'm sure. Yeah. I, I, where, where? What time? I'm ready. You know, <laughs> everybody was everybody yeah. was like, let's get out of the house. You know, because they would do aggression. Like, okay, you can go outside, but wear your mask. So we would be outside. It was fresh air. It was cold. You know, sometimes we have on coats. But we're out there, you can see the, you know, how you see the, when you're breathing. Just the breath in the air, yeah. We was like, woo, you know, did that for a little while. And quickly it warmed up because Atlanta's just kind of like that. Um, it doesn't stay cold too long in Atlanta. So I started doing it once a week and then it was twice a week, you know, until it, we just did it. We did it every week. That was like their, their highlight of their week, getting out and doing yoga in the park. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful because we got fresh air. Then I started incorporating activities. Let's do some vision boards and some, some mindfulness activities just to keep them, you know, in a good space. We talked about things you can eat and how to stay healthy during this time, making little recipes. We just did a lot of things. And it so many of them was like, Mimi, you don't know what this has done for me, you know, mm -hmm. going home and making that tea you told me to make or, you know, writing down my thoughts instead of letting it consume me, you know. So it was just a beautiful, um, beautiful experience and a beautiful exchange, you know, because it was, we were helping each other, you know, because yeah. they taught me resilience and, you know, just, just being positive. They used, you know, spiritual and God and their music. And so I would play music that they loved and, and could feel and grew up on. And it was just, it was just beautiful. So that's how I kind of tapped into more so the seniors. And now it's like, you know, I have four or five senior properties that I go to a week and just, we just do yoga and mindfulness and movement, you know, and it's, it's, it's a joy. It's really a joy. I thank you for sharing that story. First of all, like, uh, and there are things that you highlighted in there that I also think a lot of even general folks within the yoga community don't know, like a lot of people don't know that, especially for those of us working in a nonprofit realm, like the money ran out. 
like the it, and people yeah I, I know i wish they could see your facial expression because like truly folks don't know that they just think oh well if you're out there doing good work you know first of all you can just press pause and you know oh when the money comes back you'll start doing the good work again and then you go well we have bills to pay. we have a website we have to keep up we have you know the llcs we've got to pay for and the money ran out because understandably so the money was going to really like basics of living right like we were giving people shelter when we could we were giving people food when we could and truly i get why that's a priority but still today it's hard to really go through those traditional nonprofit routes and get funded for things so the more we can highlight the good work that's happening within our yoga community i know there's money out there in yoga it's an expensive hobby to have yeah <laughs> like i agree go donate to folks like Mimi's yoga kids so that Mimi can go out in her community and spread joy and love. And that it's, it's important that folks know that, that the resources aren't there that used to be there for us. Right, right. Or, you know, just creating different avenues because even with yeah. in those rams, there's so many little, little things that, you know, you may have, you may not. So plan that, that whole thing, because Mimi's Yoga Kids is actually for profit. And I have a nonprofit, which is Let's Bloom Collective. So that's how I'm able to kind of, nice. you know, work the two together. But I learned that the hard way, you know, I was, I was not able to get certain things because I wasn't a nonprofit. Yeah. And so a lot of things initially was getting partners to help me, you know, cover at least, you know, the space or the 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 product like what they needed like a yoga mat yeah. something simple as that everybody can't afford a yoga mat so right. having them come into the space and having yoga mats that they can have in the space or even being able to take home that they could do when they're not in a yoga space you know and that takes money that takes yeah. money and you know having the space to, to have the resources somebody's got to pay the lights and you know or or just just giving out handouts or or different little things you know I try to have something tangible yeah um that people Printing can costs so much yes <laughs> yes just tangible things that can help them something they can stick on the refrigerator or stick in your bathroom I even did a class one time and I had ladies if you have lipstick you know get the lipstick and write on the mirror I am and write three things what I am and keep that right there in the corner of your mirror that can help you through the day you know that's lipstick you ever I think everybody's got a tube of lipstick yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Just those little bitty, and they're like, I look at that first thing in the morning. You don't know what that's done for me. You know, that you just don't know what, you, you just never know. It's those little things. And I'm a very detailed person. So I pay attention to those little things. In the space, I'm watching people and I can feel and kind of tell things like they're going through something and everybody's not going to say anything. Yeah. But just walking up to a person and saying, hey, can I give you a hug? you know, or making eye contact and just giving them a smile or just saying, you know, I see you today, you know, oh my God, you look so pretty. Or you just never know what that does for a person. Yeah. And that's yoga to me. That's yoga to me. You know, yes. even when I took my yoga teacher training, I was like, it's more than this. It, this is it. This is it. Don't get me wrong. This is it. The foundation. You got to know 
as teachers and educators, yeah. we got to know what we're doing. We can't be out here having people breaking bones and, and breathing wrong and all that kind of stuff. Those are very important things. But for me, it's more about the spirit. And when you heal the spirit and the heart, everything else just kind of flows and follows. The body follows, the, you know, but we got to get to this heart, you know, and a lot of us have broken hearts. Ooh, yes. For whatever reason. Yes. Don't we? And so, you know, I firmly, but my heart has been broken. All of our hearts have been broken. Mine has, absolutely. Yeah, but how can we mend our our hearts so we can then help somebody else mend theirs? Yeah. Ooh. So tell me what is coming up in the future for Mimi's Yoga Kids? I'm excited. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. And this is just so nice. I can't stress this enough. This is so nice just to sit and I mean we're virtually, but just to have a conversation with you and be in dialogue and just share what we're doing and your energy, even over this Zoom, is just beautiful. You know, guys, if you she's smiling at me and just <laughs> we can we can feel, you know, we can feel the love, you know, feel the love yeah. and feel the support. I don't know you personally. You know, we met through, or we know each other through the um, Sava. Yes, yes, through the IOAT. Yeah. yeah. Did I say it right? Sava? Seva, the Sava word, yeah. Sava. I thought I knew I was saying it wrong. Sava. But yes, but aside from that, um, what we have coming up, <laughs> I, I'm like a squirrel. <laughs> I can get so, but um, Mimi Sugar Kids has acquired a space in um, one of the communities I serve. And so super excited to have a, a stable space where the community can come and we can have like events and workshops and yoga and all the things. And it, it, it happened because I was looking for a space for the bump project, you know, the, the reason why we got the award. Yeah. And so I was just looking around for a space that could be stationary. And I asked um, Amaya's house, uh, you know, hey, do you have a space? And they were like, yeah, we've been wanting a park partner with you and do some view you know I was already doing some things with them they're one of my very much supported partners and went and met and they was like we have we have a perfect space for you you know that you can use so just being in alignment so super super excited about that so I'll be able to start the bump project you know and that's a project for um, women of color pre and postnatal you know just because that's a that's another thing that we don't yeah. talk about a lot, but you know, the mortality rate for women of color and healthcare yes. and all those things. So I wanted to have a wellness piece to kind of support that. Um, and just the holidays. I love the holidays. So I got a lot of things coming up for the kids. Um, going to visit one of my friends in Philly um, to connect with her for uh, a book review that we did. Um, so we're supporting that book, Halloween Yoga. It's a super cute book um, for kids. So we're doing some things to kind of support each other and that book. Yeah. So super excited about that and just just moving and shaking, you know, just trying to just keep um, love and light in the world, you know, with all the darkness that we have, just trying to keep a tunnel of light. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you so much for sharing all this with us. Like, I want you to end by telling everybody where to find you on social and also the nonprofit part of you, like tell people how to donate. Now we will, I'll, I'll ask you to forward that to me. So it will be in the show notes as well. So people will have a hyperlink, 
but okay. tell people how to reach you, how to connect, how to donate, how to support you in your work, because it's really rad. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Um, Instagram is one of my favorite places. <laughs> Watch so, the videos. Um, <laughs> yes, Instagram is my jam. And so I have made it a way uh, where if you go to Instagram and you go to my link tree, it's in my bio, it'll take you to all the places. It'll take you to my website, um, anything that I have going on where you can donate or be a part of. You go to that link tree link in my bio. I try to put everything there. And if for whatever reason, if you can't find it there, you can always email me or DM me. I, I am a human and it is just <laughs> me. So pull a vet um, and give me a day or two, you know, and I'll get back to you. Um, and that's pretty much how, you know, I'm able to get in touch with. I'm a very approachable person, you know, um, and I just like to, I like to connect with like-minded individuals that are all about making the world a better place. If that's not your jam, I'm not your girl. <laughs> <laughs> so that Instagram handle is at Mamie's Yoga Kits, right? Okay, got it. Thank you so much for sharing all the stuff that you do with us. I'm like inspired by you. I loved this conversation. Thank you so much. I want to have you on again to talk about like pre and postnatal yoga at some point. So we'll we'll talk about that after I press. Yeah, let's do pause. it. Let's do it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you again, Mimi, for coming on the podcast. Please make sure you go and check out her website to see all the cool things she's doing. And if you're so inspired, donate to her nonprofit. My key takeaways from this episode were this. Number one, we need to share yoga with our entire ecosystem of people. Too often we think of yoga as something that women from 25 to 55 years old do. But remember, the practice has something to offer both older and younger humans. Number two, I know that I have let my yoga practice slide when I was feeling quote unquote good, like I didn't need it. And the beauty of the practice is that it will always be there to hold us whenever we slide back to it. So if that's you, because I know we yoga professionals, especially if this is both our job and our practice, will sometimes let our own personal practice slide. If that's you, it's okay. We have all been there and I have been there a thousand times in the 20 years I have been in this job. Go ahead and roll your mat out just for yourself and have the best practice. Number three, nonprofits still need our help. COVID was incredibly tough for all businesses, including nonprofits. And if you are one of those people who can support with time, money, or talent, please do. Once again, if you haven't signed up for my newsletter, don't hesitate. Grab the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time.